She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Live, Love, Thrive, Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you, of course, by 360karma.com. And we hope that you are following us on uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, of course, Instagram and Twitter at My360Karma. And as you know, we always have on amazing women. And today we have on Chef Rhonda Hamilton. She is the incredible chef to many celebrities, uh, including uh, Queen Latifah, uh, Venus Williams, uh, the NBA Clippers team, and many more. And we are excited to talk to about how you empower yourself with food. Please give a warm welcome to Rhonda Hamilton. Hi, Rhonda. How are you? Hello, Catherine. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so uh, excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. And, uh, you know, uh, as exciting as all of those things are that you, uh, the people you've worked with, and I am excited to talk about, you know, you traveling all over the country uh, on tour with Queen Latifah, who I love, and uh, various people, uh, I, I always find it interesting to find out the journey of how people got to where they are and what they're doing. And I also love meeting people who love what they're doing. And you are so passionate about healthy eating and healthy lifestyle. And uh, I want to find out how you got on that path. So uh, first of all, you were born in Louisiana, right? Uh, Well, my family was born in Louisiana. I was the first one that was born here in Los Angeles, a native of Los Angeles. You know, it's so funny. I put in my notes, born in L.A., (laughs) and then I thought, oh, that must have meant Louisiana. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I knew your family was from there. Yes, okay, Okay, so shift that. Your family's from Louisiana, but you were born here in L.A. I was. Yeah. Right here in Los Angeles. So, but the beginnings were... Um, in the food business, absolutely. That your grandparents, who actually like founded a city in Louisiana, yes, they did. Called Greenwood. Greenwood. Yes, Louisiana. And they had a ranch there, and from the ranch started serving people and opened a restaurant. They did. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the the my family goes back so far with food, I can hardly believe it. But yes, my great grandmother to my grandmother to my parents have all really had uh, their moment in food, and uh, yeah, and I I still go back to Louisiana to that ranch, and um, I remember so. Finally, when I finished my culinary education and I'd gone through and cooked in Europe and all this stuff, and my grandmother goes, well, you don't really know anything until you come down and learn in Louisiana with me. But, um, yeah, they worked on their ranch. They were one of the the few families that uh, went to the town first, and Mm -hmm. um, it just happened that they were raising so many things. They smoked meats, and and they canned, and they did so many things amazingly that it kind of was a natural progression for people to come and trade with them. And uh, after a while, my grandmother just opened up like a little shack on the property and people would come and eat there. And that was kind of like the first restaurant for the Murrays. That's cool. And you were chopping tomatoes at seven years old, right? I was. That was my very first job. My parents um, had actually uh, a few lunch trucks. And uh, and, um, now, where was that? Was that in Texas? That was that was here in Los Angeles. Oh, here in Los Angeles. Here um, in Los Angeles. were in Texas at some point. They did. They yeah. They um, were in Texas. My parents actually were. Um, they met in high school. Oh. 
And they married in the 11th grade oh, in Texas. Oh, you're kidding. And they're wow. still married. They have uh, awesome. 53 years. Oh, my gosh. Go. And you said they're like so, still so happy. They are. And loving. And they are. They yeah. just have the best time with one another. As a matter of fact, they just went on a road trip around the United States oh together. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a dream of mine. How awesome. Yeah, they had a great time. How did they yeah. do it? Did they get a camper, or did they just stop in each city? Or? So um, they flew to New York yeah. and then rented a car and drove all the way back. And um, oh, I went wow. to see my brother in Michigan and just went to different towns. And they really just winged it. I mean, there were moments where my brothers and sisters and I were having a fit because we didn't know where they were because they just found some <laughs> new town and didn't call us till the morning. But it was they sound really like wonderful. they're still like teenagers in love. Oh, they have. Uh, <laughs> they they are so adventurous and so much fun. And when I stay at their house, I call it the frat house because they stay up late <laughs> and you know get ice cream at one in the morning. Oh my God, they sound like a blast. Oh, they are so much fun. They're so much fun. That's so cool. Yeah. What great role models, huh? Yeah. I really and enjoy my parents. And how many sisters parents. and brothers do you have? I have one brother and one sister, uh-huh. um, both are, entrepreneurs also. Are, are either of them in the food business? They're not. I mean, when we were kids, I think, you know, we all had to do it. And yeah. I think I was the only one that chose it for myself. Right. Um, but they are really great cooks and um yeah. You know, they do really well for themselves with food, too. I love eating at each of their homes. Yeah. So what provoked you to become a chef? I mean, obviously, your your upbringing, you were... They, they had food trucks and a restaurant and yeah. barbecue restaurant or something? Yeah, yeah. they had a barbecue restaurant. Yeah, the food well, trucks, barbecue. they did, they did yeah. catering for a number of Nothing like, like Southern barbecue. Oh, my gosh. Just saying. So Sorry, delicious. California. So Nothing delicious. like Southern, you know, barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when you... How did you, let's talk about how you um, got on this healthy eating path, because um, that's really what drew these celebrities to you, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Um, when I when I uh, went to culinary school, mm-hmm. it was my second career. I was in finance before, and I worked for Dean Witter Reynolds, and oh. I was going down the fi- finance route, um, and decided it just wasn't for me and started looking did, around didn't make for your things. Heart sing. It, it did not. Yeah. It did not. Although I learned a lot, which I'm very thankful for. Yeah. Good for your, for you in business. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Today. Um, so yeah, I went to culinary school when I was, um, done or in my last uh, semester of culinary school, I was hired by Patina restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. this was so far, which for those so of people that are listeners, not in California, this was a big, uh, popular, um, sophisticated chain of restaurants Absolutely. at the time here in Los Angeles. As, as a matter of fact, um, at the time, the chef was uh, had won an award to be the number one chef in the world at the wow. time. Wow! Uh, yes, um, and so I was really excited to get into this restaurant um, yeah. and and work with him. And I went there and graduated and put more time in and. Um, he came to me one day and said, hey, I think I'd like to help you develop your career and, and you can go to Europe and work with some of my friends and I'll help set it up for you. And of course, oh I thought, gosh. what a wonderful opportunity. I'd never traveled abroad. And that's how I you just, know you're doing what you're meant to be doing. When, things just when fall the in universe line. just delivers little gold nuggets like that when you're not even expecting it. How wonderful. It was and great. that you were willing to go on this uh, amazing adventure. I was. I was yeah. I was afraid because I had to yeah. go alone. Right. Um but I just but You were fearless. Put, I, I put my fears aside yeah. and I got on that plane and um you know, went to Europe and and it then was I such love the story experience. that you get there and the restaurant you're supposed to be working at is 
like then closed for a month, right? Because in Europe they close. Uh, they close in the summer for the, and for the I, summer in, in yeah. August. Um, so I had Which, mem- this ends up being a blessing in disguise. So hang in there on this story. Absolutely. <laughs> so I am working in different restaurants. I'm in, I'm in Spain and I'm in France, and I'm supposed to go up and work at this really exciting restaurant in the north of Germany in a city called Hamburg. And I um, make my way up there, trains, planes, automobiles, get all the way up there. I'll walk into the restaurant and meet the chef. And he's like, oh, great, you're here. But we're about to close for a month because we (laughs) close in August. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you could have told me this before I came all the way up here. And he said, yeah, everybody should know that. Like, everybody does this in Europe. So I'm like, okay. So I thought, what am I going to do until you get back? Like, I I have nowhere else to go. And he said, I tell you what, I'm going to set you up to go and work with one of my friends who works in a clinic um, a little bit further north. And I thought, okay, you know, anything not to pass time. Right. And I went up and worked with this beautiful chef, Tobias, who um, was a health food spa chef. And he did healing food for um, the clinic. And in Germany, at least at the time, doctors could prescribe a spa stay uh, for an illness that you had. Oh, my god! So we had people I wish we at did this, that now. Oh, it, here, it here. Was, it was yeah. wonderful. And, yeah. and this, this, you know, this was something that regular people had access to. Yeah. So um, I stayed there and I learned with him and we did food for, you know, basic cases from exhaustion to very advanced cases, advanced illnesses. Wow. So what, what you're telling me is you literally learned how to address physical illnesses with food. Absolutely. Wow. And delicious food. incredible. Delicious food. And that was that was the key for me was I can believe how how delicious this food was that that he was making there and how we could really just manipulate it. So people who were in those times like suffering could still have something satisfying because we all know like the first thing you do when you get sick or you don't feel well is you're like, oh, I really want to eat this thing that makes me feel comfortable. I mean, food is such a comfort to so many people. So to be able to provide that. And have pe- people experience healing from that. I was so excited about it. Wow. I was so excited about this it. This is I was the most so, amazing story. I just, I, yeah. I, obviously, it was so meant to be. So and, meant to be. And so and, you've taken that with you uh, through the rest of your time till now that, that this is what you implement into your cooking. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, um, when I came back to the States, uh, I worked in restaurants again for a while, but I never forgot that I'd learned that and how fulfilling it was. Right. So um, I had an opportunity to open my own business and I did um, a meal delivery service. And just before I knew it, we had so many interesting people who were calling and it led to the celebrity work. I was serving celebrities and didn't even know it. I mean, when I got to Queen Latifah, I didn't even know that she was my client because um, it had been arranged through someone else. Right. So you um, told me this story that one great. day you get a call from her, yes. and basically the gist of it was, "I've been eating your food for a year, <laughs> and I want you to be my chef." Yes. Yes. Unbelievable and that she, call. Yeah, I was. She wanted me to go on tour with her to stay healthy throughout, you know, traveling through cities, which is a real challenge. Yeah. Um, and I, of course, jumped at the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and from there, uh, you know, so many other opportunities were given to me from, you know, being the, the chef for the L.A. Clippers, which was an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and working with Serena and just, you know, 
every other person that I've been able to just help, you know, yeah. I've I've worked with people who have, you know, I've worked on cancer and other, you know, really rare diseases or any things from high blood pressure that people are just challenged with. And it's definitely led me to understand how food can make such a huge difference. Now, let's say somebody's out there and they're saying they have a uh, illness like uh, cancer, which is so prevalent, or, or something like that. Your website is... Eat, is eatwonderfully.com. Eat right. And yes. I love that name. Even that's just so beautiful. Just kind of such an expression of you. Oh, thank uh, you. But Eat Wonderfully. Yes. What a great uh, title. Now, you have a podcast now that you talk about some of these things, right? I do. I'm so excited about it. Um, it was suggested by one of my clients, mm -hmm. uh, which I hadn't thought about it. But, yeah, we talk about how to make basic changes in your diet that are manageable within right. your lifestyle. Right. Um, so that you can get some big outcomes out of those small changes. And right. it's one of the things that I had to realize working with celebrities, they can't change their whole life and their whole schedule to right. accommodate, you know, eat this specific way for eight right. hours. Like, they can't do that. Right. So I had to come up with very effective, mm -hmm. small changes mm -hmm. that they can make to have a huge outcome in their life. Right. So I love what you just said. Small changes for a huge yes, outcome. That's key. And I think that sounds palatable to people. Oh, I can make small changes yes. and have a big outcome. That's really cool. Yeah. And, you know, you've had so much experience with this. And it, it, it is something that I think people are becoming more and more cognizant of. I think they've always been pretty cognizant of it in, here in Los Angeles. Right. And being people in the entertainment industry, you know, really have to watch what they eat and have a good figure and everything. But people around the country, I think everywhere, are starting to think more about how do they maintain a healthy lifestyle that's manageable. And if that's what you're saying is possible, then that's more palatable to people, that they could make small changes and that'll make a big difference. Because I think people are thinking, oh, I gotta make huge changes. Right. But it's nice to know it's small changes. And I think yeah. you, you start you start small also. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. you start with where you can. Right. And you can grow from there. Yeah. And, you know, health is one of those things. You can always be healthier. You know, you could go yeah. as far as you want to go. Yeah. But most people just want to do things like, you know, get off of the medication that they're taking. Right. You know, right. high blood pressure medication or diabetes medication. They just want to make those changes. They want to be around for their children and be able to play with them. Right. Like, those are the simple goals that most people have. And to feel your optimum in the time that Absolutely. you do have here. Absolutely. You know, not just to be here, but to be here feeling really great yeah. and rocking it. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to maximize the yeah. time, maximize the way you feel. And, you know, it it's really pertinent because I think a lot of people don't recognize how expensive it is to be unhealthy. Mm -hmm. You know, medications cost right. a lot. Time off from work costs a lot. When you don't feel well and you're sluggish, things happen. If you're not your best at work, yeah. it can be really detrimental to you. So food goes a long way right. in right. making your life better. Right. And it's so interesting because people think it's expensive to eat healthy. Nope. And what you're saying really is it might appear that way, but actually spending that little extra to eat healthier in the long run, saves you a lot of money. Oh, it does. On health, time, quality of life, all of that. So 
if there was a takeaway for my audience today, uh, it's that what what would be your like simple? Uh, I, I know it can get complicated. You have sure. to talk to each person about their specific needs and wants and stuff. But in general, what's some good advice about eating and eating healthy and exercising and all? Like, what's a good synopsis? So I, I think that um, the best thing people can do is really pay attention to themselves. I think we get so busy that um, we may not really pay attention to what we grab to eat, mm-hmm. you know, and how it makes us feel and how and how it makes us feel. And if we would really pay attention and stop to make really good decisions for ourselves, because mm-hmm. the truth is, is a lot of us know the basics of what to do. Mm-hmm. We know the basics that we, we should it, be eating more vegetables, but we yeah. don't do it. And sometimes you get so caught up in your day that mm-hmm. you just, you know, we'll grab whatever is convenient. Oh, I'll just have that to eat. And if you just stop to pay attention mm-hmm. to what you're eating, because eating wonderfully is eating what's best for you and your body. Mm-hmm. And it's just about small choices. And and about, but, and wonderfully, I, I think of as it being yummy, delicious food Absolutely. as well. Because I'm a big foodie. Oh, But I think you wonderful. can be a foodie and eat deliciously well. Absolutely. There's, there's a restaurant here called Providence that I just love. Huh. Everything that comes out of there is uh, like a work of art. And each thing is healthy, but like a big burst of flavor. And I, I just think, you know, this is the way people can eat. They can. And it doesn't yeah. take a lot of time. Yeah. You know, so many people think that you have to spend tons of time in the kitchen in yeah. order to and come out don't. with some. Oh, my gosh. There's some simple techniques that I can share. And I share some t- some on my podcast where you can have amazing food. And it takes you 15 minutes. It's oh just gosh, a different way of preparing something. And it's easy. I mean, at the end of the day, it, yeah. you know, I'm a huge proponent of baking and boiling your food yeah. anyway. And those things are you know, yeah. you could do other things while they're boiling and baking. What's maybe a success story? Because I, I, I know you coach people on eating. I do. So you're a chef, but you're also a health coach, which is an interesting combination. I rarely see that, you know, that combination right. of the two. So, you know, if somebody wants to really um, have good food and have a healthy lifestyle, you're you're a great person to contact about that and consult about that. So of all the people that you've helped, celebrity or otherwise, are there maybe some success stories you could share with us? You can use their name or not, just like maybe just some success stories. Well, um, I mean, I just helped a a young lady who is um, wanting to go into the music business. Mm -hmm. And she just wanted to feel better and look better with all the photo shoots that are going on and and the performances. She's always on camera. And she just didn't feel like she looked and felt her best. Mm -hmm. And uh, we worked together. And, you know, she lost 30 pounds and, you know, is happy. And you can actually see that in her performance on the videos. And you can hear it in her songs like it's it was really amazing for her but I think that one of the things that hit most personal for me was my father who yes my father um was diagnosed with cancer he's always been a big junk food eater he just you know loves it just from a childhood and all those preservatives uh, yes all the preservatives and you know your child can tell you but you don't always listen yeah um but yeah he um got cancer and he was he had some extra pounds on and the doctor was like we really need to do this surgery but he really needs to lose about 25 pounds before we can do this Mm -hmm. so we got and he is oh my gosh he loves junk food like that is his favorite so what's his favorite thing oh uh, 
I think that he loves hot dogs. <laughs> he loves hot dogs. Okay. And so actually I ended up making custom, you know, sausages for him be- yeah. so he could get that hot dog feel, but not all those preservatives and nitrates and all those things. Oh, you like handmade it? Yeah, yeah. I oh, did. Cool. It, you know, it's not as hard as you think. It's oh not as, if you have a KitchenAid mixer and an attachment, yeah. watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we had to work on him changing his habits, um, his cravings, mm-hmm. and get that weight off in time, and then built him up like mentally mm-hmm. to feel like he could get through this surgery. And yeah. then after um, the therapy that went along with it, it was a big project, and you know. There's always some naysayers out there who thought that he wouldn't make it, but he did because we brought everything we could to the table, including nutrition and wonderful doctors. And it was just such a wonderful experience to be able to, you know, take all my skill and put it together to help someone that I cared so deeply about. Wow, that is awesome. So he's doing great. Oh, he's great. And he's so, you know. The cancer is gone? The cancer is gone. He's cancer free. He's thinner. And, you know, doing really well and exercising. I mean, he's had a true lifestyle change. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to be really great So, because he has grandchildren. So I I love that. Yes. I love that. Everybody needs to uh, be thinking about, you know, future. Absolutely. So what we do today definitely impacts tomorrow. And, you know, so many baby boomers like myself out there, you know, we don't want to just live longer. We want to live healthier. Yes, live and well. And happier. Live yes. well, right? Yes. So um, if somebody uh, was at home and thinking they want to change their lifestyle uh, or their eating habits, where would they begin? I think they definitely begin at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there has been so much research that is so clear. And I actually did a podcast about this, about the ratio of fruits and vegetables that you eat and a positive outlook on your life. And wow. the positive outlook leads you to do things like exercise, stick with your diet. But literally, if you were a couch potato, let's yeah. just say, yeah. and you threw out the chips and you switched it out for carrot sticks and cucumber or something else, you know, yeah. hummus or something like that, and just increased the vegetables in your diet, you would find yourself, this is really crazy, but you would find yourself wanting to get up and go exercise. Really? Because of the chemical reaction that goes on in your brain starts to give you so much energy and changes your outlook so that you actually want to get up and do more. Right, right. I had a friend who was in this nutrition area and they said, you know, when you cut out the carbs and stuff, you cut out the fog in your mind. Absolutely. And you start thinking clearer and having more energy and, you know, and, and people, this is a carb-addicted society. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for sure. But it is. Uh, just that one, uh, one little action uh, goes a long way. A long Do you way. believe people should eat some carbs, no carbs? Oh, I, I think you should eat everything uh, under the In rainbow balance. as long as it's natural. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't think Even you have bread? to give— you know, Can we eat bread? You can eat bread, but I would prefer you have it fresh-baked. Yeah, fresh baked. Okay. Um, But I don't think we we should eat as much as we do. Right. I don't think you should have a sandwich every day for lunch or, you know, Maybe have it a couple times a week. Absolutely. Everything in in moderation. moderation. Absolutely. Eat bread as much as you'll eat a (laughs) bit. What's your favorite meal? My favorite meal? Oh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a Southern girl. (laughs) So I, you know, really, really love, um, my mother does this braised kale. Yeah. Um, And it seems like a simple dish, but she does this braised kale um, that has smoked turkey in it. 
And she Ooh. does just this simple little cornbread on the side, and oh, it's so good. My mother loved cornbread. Yeah. We were, we were from the South. We were born oh, in Virginia. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. In fact, in California, they don't even know where Virginia is. <laughs> <laughs> people ask me, where are you from? I go, D.C. Uh, oh, yeah, I know D.C. <laughs> right next door. <laughs> I have loved having you on. It oh, always goes you. so quickly. Uh, people can check you out at eatwonderfully.com. Eat, yes, they can. And look up... Rhonda Hamilton. That's Rhonda with two N's yes. and no right. H. So R O N N D A. Yes. And uh, on Instagram and Twitter, you are Chef, Chef Rhonda, Rhonda rocks. rocks. We love that. Yes. We love that. And you do rock. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, so um, I hope people follow you. Thank you for being on. Uh, I wish you were my chef every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you I too. wish I could ha- have you move in and cook for me and Deborah because we don't cook at all. We're oh, terrible. We got to change uh, that. Yeah, we got to change that. So maybe we'll learn from you. Yes. Uh, thanks for being on. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. We will be back next week, of course, with other amazing women, as we always do. And uh, we hope you'll visit us at 360karma.com. Create your fate. Make it a great day. Hugs and happiness.